Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, the governor orders troops to the border. A Pima County Jail Commission is long overdue on its jail report. And neighbors step in to care for pets in a virtually abandoned border town. Topping today's news, Governor Katie Hobbs has ordered the Arizona National Guard to the U.S.-Mexico border to help with enforcement activities, including fentanyl interdiction and increased migrant crossings. There are 243 Guard members in the region, and the state is sending them to multiple sites along the border, including near the recently closed Lukeville port of entry and the San Miguel crossing, which are both experiencing a surge of migrants. In a letter to the Biden administration, Hobbs asked the president to use federal authority to move guard troops in Tucson to Lukeville to reopen the port. Hobbs also vowed she would deploy the Arizona National Guard if the president did not. The port serves as Arizona's gateway to Puerto Penasco, also known as Rocky Point. The governor ordered troops to assist other law enforcement with the fallout of the Lukeville closure and the migrant surge. Guard troops will provide analytical support and aid efforts to curb the fentanyl trade and human trafficking. In October, Pima County officials said they needed an additional 60 days to release a report on whether the county should build a new jail. Those 60 days have come and gone. Now the commission is asking for public feedback before their draft report is released. Hannah Cree has an update. Blue Ribbon Commission Chair Daniel Sharp has informed County Administrator Jan Lesher that initial findings will now be released to the public next Thursday, December 21st. On December 26th, a survey will launch on the commission's website asking for public feedback on those initial findings. The online survey will be open for three weeks, and the answers could impact the commissioner's final recommendations. County officials said the delay has been due to the holidays and coordinating schedules with the volunteer commissioners. The working draft report that will receive comments from Administrator Lesher and eventually be submitted to the Board of Supervisors is now expected on January 31st. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. The mining company South 32 is putting together a task force to expand the workforce in Santa Cruz County for its Hermosa Exploratory Mining Project. The company claims the zinc and manganese mine will create over a thousand jobs. We hear more in this report from Katya Mendoza. The South 32 Hermosa Workforce Development Task Force will identify educational needs in hopes of training potential employees. Its members include representatives of the Nogales Unified School District, AZ Cyber Initiative, and Santa Cruz County Port Authority. Skylia Step with South 32 says the goal is to reflect the community it serves. Not just people who have experience in the mining industry, but also people who have long history and long experiences in the education space, in the intermediaries, and then community members as a whole. A final investment is still pending for the South 32 Hermosa project, but could include a nearly $2 billion capital investment into Santa Cruz County. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. Policymakers who decide the future of the Colorado River met in Las Vegas this week. Alex Hager reports they're updating the public on the progress of negotiations over the river's future. 
A new set of guidelines will need to bring down demand as a response to shrinking supply. There are still big disagreements between some of the seven states that use the river's water, but policymakers say they're working on closing the gap. John Ensminger is Nevada's top water negotiator. There's tensions, but at the same time, I do believe there's been an acknowledgement that every state is going to have to be part of the solution. So I view that as progress. I view the meetings that happened here this week uh, as, as progress. Tribes and conservation groups are also at the conference. They're trying to make sure the next set of river sharing rules includes protections for indigenous people and the environment. I'm Alex Hager. Republican lawmakers in the Arizona Senate unveiled their list of priorities this week ahead of the 2024 legislature that opens on January 8th. The lawmakers highlighted previously announced plans to lower gas prices and raise teacher pay alongside other proposals that could potentially gain Democratic support, including ways to address the state's affordable housing shortage and bills to provide more resources for those experiencing homelessness. But whether Democratic lawmakers and the Democratic governor will get on board will depend on the details. And the Republicans specifically took aim at Hobbs while discussing their affordable housing bills, blaming the governor's comments about the dwindling water supply in some Arizona communities for dissuading homebuilders from manufacturing more housing. Republican State Representative Alexander Coladin agreed to accept punishment from the State Bar of Arizona for his actions while representing clients who challenged the results of the 2020 election. The bar received multiple complaints against Colladin for his work as an attorney on multiple election-related cases, including a dismissed lawsuit brought by Arizona's so-called fake electors. That case asked the court to throw out all of Maricopa County's mail-in ballots in 2020 in an effort to flip the election to former President Donald Trump. The state bar placed Colladin on 18 months probation, that probationary period can be reduced to a year if he completes five legal ethics courses. The residents of the town of Sasabi, Sonora, have nearly all fled the small border community due to cartel violence. An informal coalition has formed to get food to the few families left in the town and dozens of abandoned pets. Danielle Kamara has more. Dora Rodriguez watched at the beginning of November as people came down the hill from a cut in the border wall to the store in Sasabe, Arizona. The co-founder of Casa de la Esperanza Resource Center in Sasabe, Sonora, recognized the people streaming across the border. Coming, crying through the hills with their babies in their arms. A 70-year-old woman in her wheelchair coming down those hills. And left, and left the wheelchair up in the hills and pretty much rolling down to get to safety. The people who fled had no choice but to leave everything behind, including their pets. Rodriguez and other volunteers are collecting donations at salvavision.org to get food for the animals and the people who stayed. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. That should catch you up on everything we've covered today in the Arizona Public Media Newsroom. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back after the weekend.